Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, this is LA. Welcome back. So I had a fantastic church experience. And I really got to share it. And the reason I, I, I have to do that is because sometimes it feels like a lightning strike. I mean, you're like, wow, this is really great. And it was a, it was a, a new church. Okay? It's a church I've never been at before. Just going, uh, checking out what's going on. Let me, let me share with you some things that I think went very well. Some things that I thought were really, really great. And the reason I think it's important also is because it, it tends, you know, if you listen to my podcast, sometimes it, you know, when you listen to the podcast, it, it sounds like like I'm negative all the time. And I'll be honest, it doesn't take a lot to be a critic. It really doesn't. Uh, all you got to do is point out everybody else's faults, right? And that's not good. That's not productive. It is important. It is important to let people know biblically the things that you notice. Okay? Because if you don't know something is a problem, you don't look really to fix it. And in a way, I never have liked this analogy a whole lot, but it's kind of true. It's the frog in a pot kind of scenario. And if you've never heard this example, I wouldn't recommend ever doing this, ever. But needless to say, this is kind of an interesting way of looking at it. And it's this way. Uh, there are people who eat frogs, and uh, so if you have a boiling pot of water and you toss the frog in, the frog immediately jumps right out of the pot of water. Why? Because it's super hot, and the frog's not stupid. However, if you put a frog in cold water, and he's generally happy, he or she's generally happy, right? And you click the burner up, maybe about every five, ten minutes, you know, a few notches, then literally the frog will boil itself to death. And why is that? It's because we get used to the environment we're in. No matter how screwed up it is. (laughs) I mean, it's true. We get used to the environment we're in. And so a lot of times, you may be, or you might be, as I have been, in a situation that's just really horrendous. But you don't know because nobody ever tells you. Because you really don't know. Because you're in the middle of it, right? Because it seems like everything is normal. Well, why does it look normal? 
because the situation is situation is normal, all fouled up, right? So all of that to mean it's important to let people know what your thoughts are because you can't discuss stuff if you don't think there's something wrong. And believe me, you know. Now, on the critic end, here's the thing. Here's the key. Do you have a way or an idea of making the situation better? And if anything, I hope I have put out there the idea that Bible teaching has to be the core of the church. It has to be. That's what Jesus did. I mean, 80% of the time when he wasn't moving around healing people. <laughs> I mean, very important. Very important. Super important. Paul said so. Peter said so. James says so. I mean, very, very, very important. It's key. And it is the very thing that does not occur very often. And unfortunately, a lot of times, the level of diligence that people get comes right off the top of their head. Uh, and by that I mean they're not really studying the word really hard. What, what they're doing is just listening to what's going on in their head, and then the first thing that pops in there, they, they start sharing it like it's the gospel truth. And that is not biblical. Now, getting a word uh, from the Lord is, from the Spirit, is. But again, that revelation has to jibe with the Word of God. Because if it doesn't, then I'm sorry, that's a cult. <laughs> when you start listening to the little voices in your head, that's can be problematic. I mean, let's, you know, let's get away with the, you know, let's set aside the mental health issues with that, and let's just say that sometimes spirits talk to people's heads. And believe it or not, a bad spirit can whisper stuff to you. They can't get in your head, okay? You can't be... Pro a believer in Jesus cannot be possessed by an evil spirit. Can't. And the reason I say that, that means possessed, like they're on the inside, is because you got the Holy Spirit of God inside you. But what happens is, you can choose to listen when they talk. And if you do that, then that's a problem. Because they're going to tell you some crazy, crazy stuff that's going to mess your life up. That's why you have to... That's why the Bible says, test the spirits. Test this stuff. These messages you get, well, what do you test it against? The Word. The Word. The Bible. Old Testament, New Testament, which... The Bible. So, the thing is, I hope that if I point something out, I point out option of this is how you can improve this. Now, let's get back to this visit of mine. So, first of all, yeah, and I went with the fam. Okay, took the family. There was somebody at the door. 
greeting. In fact, there was more than one person at the door greeting. In fact, it was wonderful. Now, and I didn't get a quiz at the door. You know, they didn't grab me, stick something in my hand. You know, there was a booth there, and they did give me a hey, information slip saying, hey, if you would, if you feel comfortable, fill this out, and we'd love to get back with you if you want us to. But nobody got, nobody quizzed me at, at the door, per se. Super friendly. More than one person. Because when you go to a new church, what? You're clueless. You don't know anything. You don't know anybody. <laughs> you don't know where anything is. And this was a big church. This church had a lot of rooms and multi-floors. Okay. So, and the other thing was, one person took point to get us to our Bible study class. Now, some people call it small groups. Some people call it cell groups. Some people call it Sunday school it's at the church in its Bible study. So that's usually what I call it. But here's the thing. One person said, hey, if you'll follow me, I'll show you some options. And they did. That was freaking awesome. Do you know why it was freaking awesome? It's because I, I, they weren't dictating to me. Like, okay, well, you know, you're this age, so you need to go here. They said... Hey, look, these people have this life experience. These people have this life experience. And these people have this life experience. And then we got a group over here, and they're mixed life experiences. You know. So you could go, and you could choose. And it was great, and I did. We made a great choice, because that Sunday school class was fantastic. People were super friendly. They came, and they asked what our names were. You know, and they didn't give us the quiz, you know, and, and, and you know, screw us through the floor. Hey, we expect you to be back next Sunday. You know, they didn't do any of that. They, they said, we, you know, we're, we're really glad to have you. So we felt welcome. And my kids felt welcome, too, which is super awesome. Now, you know, and the, and this was kind of above and beyond the call, but, but the thing is, the, the teacher of the Sunday school class, you know, I said, man, I sure could use it with a cup of coffee. He said, well, let me show you. He said, because this is a very big place and it's easy to get lost in this place, so let me show you where it is. And he walked me to it. And he, you know, he said, hey, how you doing? You know, where are you guys from? Just now, general information, okay? Just so that they know kind of the lay of the land, so... You can have a discussion, but it wasn't like a grilling situation. And it wasn't like 20 questions. It was more like three, which is really cool. Now, I'm not putting a limit on the number of questions. Let me just say that it was really nice to converse with the teacher of the class for a little. And I got my coffee, and then I went back. We sat through the class. He taught the Bible. I couldn't believe it. And, and I mean that sounds kind of tacky, but but here's the thing: a lot of people teach out of curriculum, and that's not bad. But when you let the curriculum say everything, that's not completely good because you're not teaching really. What's happening is you're just reading the curriculum. So teaching is, and someone with the gift of teaching should be teaching. Um, doesn't always work that way. God bless them, I understand. But here's the thing. A teacher will go above and beyond outside of that curriculum and add 
and may and and not weird wild jazz okay i mean you don't have to go to you know the assyrian assyrian archaeology to you know start teaching basics in, in the uh in the bible but the thing is is he taught from notes i thought ooh, that's that's awesome and uh then when the class was over they showed us how to get to the main sanctuary where we all come together right the whole church and worship and it was very it was it was great now, everyone likes different kinds of worship services. I get that. Some people like just choruses and really, you know, in you know, really kind of rock and roll kind of stuff, which is cool. I mean, I like that too. Um, I tend to, because of me, like some of the old stuff as well. But but people like Paul Balash have and uh, now have blended some of the old stuff with new way of singing it which is pretty cool but anyway the worship service to begin with the introduction right the music was good and then here's something else the pastor oh wow number one i could tell he wasn't a people pleaser in other words i'm not a parrot giving everybody what he wants so because i really 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 just want to keep my job and this pastor had been at this church a long time, over 20 years. So, to keep a job that long and not be somebody who's a people pleaser, that was pretty cool. So here's the thing. The pastor actually used historical information and the language of the New Testament in his sermon. So it is a teaching sermon. I love that. Why? Because you come away with it with not only the gist of the the preaching, okay? And preaching has to do with change. What kind of change is he asking me to make today? But also, he backs all that information up with biblical history and language. And he doesn't, and, and, and this I appreciated more than anything, in some ways, he didn't slam the Jewish background of the scripture. Not once. I couldn't believe it. Because this was, you know, an SBC church, Southern Baptist Church, and unfortunately many of them tend to gravitate to that. But he didn't. Well, I gotta tell you something. That makes that pastor a unicorn. I mean, you better take a picture of that one because if you know if he runs off, it's gone. So fantastic. Fantastic. Then after it was over, you know, and the people were really friendly, you know, during the, the, there was a time in the service, everybody introduced each other, you know, shook hands, uh, you know, just being friendly to each other. It was a wonderful experience. It was a wonderful experience, start to finish. Cannot tell you, hands down. And if you can have one of those experiences in a church... I would so want you to have that. I would so want everyone who's listening to this to have that kind of experience initially at a church. And here's the thing. That kind of church is not going to shame you if you come, if you if you choose not to come back, okay? 
enjoying. They're not going to shame you. Because they get the big picture. And the big picture is everyone in the will of God has to find out where the Spirit of God wants to plug them in. It may not be that place. It may be that place. But it may not be. And if it's not, then what you come away with that experience is you know you've been ministered to. Not by one person, by the church, by that congregation. And that's the thing. The church is the, is the name for the big group, right? For everyone that belongs to Jesus. That's the church. Congregation is the location, the geographic location of a congregation that exhibits, that ministers, demonstrates what Jesus is all about, what Jesus wants. So I would say, if you're in a church that's like that, then you're doing ministry. Because you're going to minister to whoever walks through those doors, whoever is on your parking lot, whoever shows up. And you're going to do it in the name of Jesus, and they're going to feel it. Chances are they may come back, and they may join. But even if they don't, they're going to know what good looks like when they leave. And that's worth it. I mean, that is totally worth it. Because they're going to know. Once again, i got to say it again. They're going to know what good looks like. They're going to know what the Spirit of God in Christ looks like through a congregation. Because I'll tell you, that's exactly how I feel. That's exactly what I came away with. I don't know that I'm going to join that church. I might. I don't know. I've been praying about different things. But here's the thing fantastic experience. And, and, and by the way, the sermon was a convicting sermon. He, he, like I said, he was not a people pleaser. So I came away with a sense of, i got to work on some stuff. So it pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit. That's good. That's good. Every, every believer has got to have that. Because if you don't, you don't grow. If you don't get resistance, you don't grow. So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you. Always encourage you to keep on. Thank keep you for it on. To this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L. A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.